0: All right. Hello. It is pray the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi Jake. How's it going? Oh, things here are well. Remember uh, last podcast I told you my phone was having issues?
1: Yeah. Yeah. How's that going?
0: Well, I took it into the genius store and they said that my uh battery is compressed I, or collapsed. I'm I think compressed. It's, it's it's they know everything about your goddamn phone. What they did is they opened my phone up, not not physically. They just went into a program and there was a barcode and he took an iPad and turned the camera on and scanned a barcode on my phone with his iPad and it ran a full diagnostics and said, oh yeah, your battery's been charged 875 times. Um, Do you want a new battery? And I'm like, well, the phone is three years old, so I'm not gonna spend $80 on a new battery and then replace the phone again in a couple months. Uh, But I made a discovery. Uh, The phone started working again the next day. What happened was I plugged it into my computer and it went, oh, hey, I recognize this. A phone and a computer, they're syncing up. Uh, but then, uh, after it was charged, it died again. When I plugged it in to charge, this is I'm, I'm explaining it poorly. But basically, what I figured out because my battery is is fucked up. If the phone is turned on and I plug it in to charge, it dies because it freaks out. It goes, "Whoa, I don't know what's going on here." But if I turn my phone off and then plug it into charge, it wakes up and it's like, "Oh, hey, a charge, how refreshing." So basically, I've just extended the life of my phone by figuring it out. Figuring out all I have to do is turn it off to charge it. So we'll, we'll see how long it lasts, but
1: I was happy to spend $400. I'm I'm just glad that you're playing the game that I was playing and and, and the roles are reversed on this one. My It's yeah. Yeah. My phone's immaculate now, but yeah, for a good (laughs) solid six months, I, yeah, just some weird little finicky thing would go wrong. And And I I would have to, when are you getting a new phone? Right, I'd be like, well, I don't need to because I found that if before I plug the headphones in, if I spin around three times and click my heels and then rub my <laughs> stomach in a in a clockwise motion, not a counterclockwise, that fucks the phone up. But well, I would basically be like a major league pitcher who's just insanely superstitious, and I Man, gotta like rub you my my routines. hat a certain amount of times. Yeah, yeah it was so. um, it was pretty bad. You just gotta figure out the weird little finicky tricks with the with a dying phone to keep from having to buy a new one. But I, I will say that as far as buying a new phone now, I mean, I, I'm sure it changes company to company, but mine was the, the prices were not that much different for getting like the, the really good one. It was it, I, cause I remember all the times before that it was, it, uh, if I, if I got the one that came out like a year and a half ago or whatever before the newest version of whatever was out at the time, it was like half the cost, if that, than getting the new one. But yeah. whereas right now, it was maybe, you know, a third to a quarter less. So I'm like, yeah, fuck it, I might as well get the good one at that point, you know?
0: Uh, I think when I looked it up, it was four for the back model and seven or eight for the newest, newest. So I'm I'm just going to go for the back model because I really don't give a fuck. I'd rather save two dollars $300 than be shite and briny but if uh, shiny and bright but if you if you got a good one that's awesome
1: no yeah well and i i'm on like a family plan and so they i mean they, they're they they're building it into there and they they kind of give us discounted rates on on that kind of shit and so that i mean i think that's why the the prices were the way that they were but i, I mean it, it could have been that they were just marking up the cheaper phone <laughs> <laughs> so like this is only like 20 bucks more what are you talking about? The old one's like $750, the newest top-of-the-line one that sucks your dick every time it, you turn it on. That's like 800 <laughs> so
0: why don't you just get that? <laughs> Probably. All right, I do want to tell the listeners something very quick. Um, because of the schedules, Jake and I keep him being in New York, me being in the Midwest – Uh, We are recording on Tuesday, April 18th. We release the podcast every Monday, so we are six days away from releasing what we are recording right now, which means if next, between now and next Monday, if, like, Donald Trump does a preemptive strike on North Korea or North Korea launches missiles at California, and you're going, why aren't they talking about that? It's because it hasn't happened yet. We are recording when we can, and we are going to, there's, there's been no exciting news updates in the past couple days since our last, uh, since our last visit with one another. So there, there you go. That's why this might not be the most current. That said, we do have shit to talk about today. Jake started a new job. Uh, we've mentioned it in the past, but you, you're, you're a couple of weeks deep now. And you said you have a couple stories that might be, uh, yeah. interesting to the yeah. listeners and Before me, I, get into I like there, hearing me... stories.
1: Yeah. Let me let me just say that I I totally agree with what you're saying. And and I I wasn't even thinking about it today. But every time we record, you know, almost a week ahead, I'm always I have this strange paranoia, like you were saying, that in those next five days, the earth is going to get invaded by aliens. And like the whole (laughs) thing is going to get overrun Independence style. And some of our more faithful listeners are going to be like in bunkers, you know, just trying to eat rats. But they're still going to have a decent Wi-Fi connection because, like, the aliens didn't brew it or whatever. And they're like, oh, man, the Idiots on Parade podcast, if there's one solace (laughs) of hope, if there's one, like, thing that got me through my shitty work week, it's these guys' take on whatever was going on. I wonder what they have to say about all these fucking aliens from Glocknarn coming in here and uh, fucking our women folk and turning us all into (laughs) cattle. And, you know, whatever they wanted to do, you know? No, that's about it. Yeah, yeah. And And then we're just on here and we're I'm acting like nothing's wrong Kaviar the whole time yeah and the sun goes like, up
0: sun goes down
1: these guys are just propaganda for the aliens man they're working <laughs> for the fucking aliens to try to keep me distracted i i, I would have been looking at the stars if i wasn't busy listening to these assholes man these fuckers ain't one of us but i assure you listen listeners we're not aliens and we're not uh, we're not pro North Korean spies. Like whatever happens in the next week, we did record it on Tuesday. So I, I thank you for pointing it out.
0: I might be pro North Korean spies. I haven't
1: decided. Mm, okay, I'm not pro North <laughs> Korean, but I might be pro North Korean spies because it's kind of good to be a spy for an underdog. Like I, I respect that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean. And so it's it's just sort of like. Um, Okay, if you're a pro-North Korean spy, that means you're going to other countries. Now, if you're in North North Korea and you're pro-North Korean, they didn't let you see any of the news and shit. Exactly. Like, you know what I'm I mean? Not, All I'm seen-
0: not pro-fat leader North Korean, but maybe pro-North yeah. Korean spy, like you said. like Out there, uh, putting your life on the line, doing doing some... I'm not and not like pro North Korean asshole hacker who hacks into Sony and uh, spreads emails talking about how they want to do a uh a 21 Jump Street Men in Black mashup movie which it's yeah. funny that never seemed to come to pass there was all the talk when the emails got hacked like ooh we're going to do a mix of 21 Jump Street and Men in Black but once it got exposed yeah. actually that's probably for the best once that got exposed everyone that's the stupidest goddamn idea I've ever heard and then they shit
1: canned the film so yeah maybe. if anything North Korea helped Sony that's yes. weird Maybe we need
0: more North Korean hackers,
1: but who well, knows? yeah, they can, it, yeah, okay. That's another reason I'm pro North Korean spy. I didn't even know that till now. But there, there you go, man. They they kept that movie from being made. And Although so they
0: they did cause Sony to pull the interview, and that was actually very funny.
1: The the Seth Rogen um, oh yeah yeah I the did North like Korean that one. one that yeah. was that was enjoyable. But no, what I'm saying about about the North Korean spies is the spies. They're not just hanging out in North Korea listening to just North Korean news. They're out there, like, on the internet, in like, the U.S. or Germany or something. Like, they're they're looking at the world's news. They're out there with the BBC and the Guardian and, well, basically all the anti-North Korean news, which is I mean, most news. That's which not is North the news, Korean. yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> so they're, like they're out there pro with words. the media, and they're like, nah, still don't give a fuck. Uh, <laughs> I, I I took an oath, and I'm a good spot. Like I he unchanged. One of my yeah, like my father was a, was a North Korean spy. His father was a North Korean spy. I'm doing this for family honor, and I sort of respect that a little bit.
0: Yeah, no, you gotta you gotta give it to someone that is able to see the truth and blindly hold to their lie. Speaking yeah. of religious people, hey, do you see what I did there? Pew, pew, pew,
1: pew, pew, there boom, you go. Boom. There you go. All
0: right, so let's uh, hear about your job, Mister Jake.
1: So I I now work in a caviar boutique. Yes, I, I sell caviar, man.
0: You, you, you've mentioned that in the past. You said you have like a $12,000 an
1: ounce uh, um, brand. or, or you know, No, like no, you no. no. You... So the, the, the different can sizes, like the smallest can is 30 grams, which is 1 and 1 16th ounce. And we have all different kinds. And like we age them. You know, you can, you can, stuff that's more aged, just like wine or, or whiskey or something. It's, it's, so
0: old fish eggs is better than new.
1: Yes. Cause they age them over the course of like months in, um, in, 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 the, in, in, a warehouse and, and they, they kind of put them in these really big vats that are like two or three kilos. Most of them, it looked like, and they, they put rubber bands around the, like these big thick rubber band looking things that, that let different amounts of air flow evenly throughout the, uh, the, the caviar. And it would kind of like when you distill wine or something like that. And, um, most of them age like four to six months, but then like the really top shelf ones are like eight or nine months, but okay. most of them will not get there. They have like an expert who's been doing it for like 30 years and he tastes the ones as they age and, and determines what they need to do and how far they're going to be able to age this particular batch without ruining it. And if they fuck it up, like with our top shelf ones, um, if if they fuck it up, then it's It's just ruined, man. Like um, our our top shelf ones, like even like a one ounce can of it. So like I'm talking a little smaller than a mini Altoid can. Um, That's the one that's 30 grams. It's one and one sixteenth ounce. It's like three hundred ninety four dollars for that, for something a little smaller than a mini Altoid can. And then the (sighs) biggest one that we actually sell in the boutique is two hundred and fifty grams. Right. So that's maybe a couple times the size of a tuna can, something like that. And uh, that one for that brand is like, it's it's like thir- 3000 and something dollars, man. So it's like, it's it's expensive as fuck, but w- they'll do bigger cans. You just got to order them from the, like, we, we just got to special order them from the warehouse. But they'll do, we have on the menu up to 1,000 grams, so a kilo. Um, and that's for and like the-
0: your huge uh, Jennifer Lopez parties and, uh, you know, like uh, huge celebrities that are throwing something and really want to show off, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah. And actually, I did, uh, I, did I tell you about that? That I, that I sold one to her assistant? You,
0: no, you mentioned it to me in passing, and I realized yeah, as okay. I was saying her name that, oh yeah, the, the reason it popped into my head, like, I, I was just going to throw out a celebrity, and then I said Jennifer Lopez, and as I was saying it, I'm like, oh wait, Jake mentioned off uh, air that he had done that, and that that's one of the things he wanted to talk about, so yeah. Yeah, no, I I, I, I accidentally did, I gave you a segue. I <laughs> uh,
1: uh, assistants over the phone Um, uh, 250 gram can of my favorite kind, the, uh, the Kaluga, the mighty tiger eye. It's my favorite caviar. Um, but yeah, and it's, it's the biggest can we have in stock and, and it was, it was to her assistant over the phone for like a party and yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, it's really good, but they, they had me go to the warehouse and actually the warehouse that's not even that far from my apartment. It's the biggest cav- caviar consolidation anywhere in North America. So, like, there's more caviar in that warehouse than there is anywhere in North America. There's, like, millions of dollars in caviar in there because that's where they age it. But, like, that, that really um, pricey kind of I was telling you about that they, they, they age for a while. Uh, it's really easy to over overage it. Like, you have a window of maybe two, three days where you have to get it out of there and put it in the actual, like, caviar cans that's going to get sold in that lock the air out. Otherwise, it's worthless. And like um, they, they had us doing a taste testing where we were tasting the caviar like right out of these fats that they age them in in the warehouse, which is awesome, by the way, because, I, I you know, it was like right in front of us. I mean, they had like several of these, you know, multi-kilo tins in front of us that <laughs> we were just eating out of and uh, like the owner of the company was, you know, tell us, telling us about each one. But he tried to show us one of those really nice ones that they had just gotten done aging to that. And he popped it open and took a bite and it was like, Oh, we fucked it up. We aged it too much and it's ruined. <laughs> and just I like, that. like just like that. Yeah, just like that. And and I mean I tasted it and yeah, it was fishy and mushy and gross, dude. Like it was and the thing is, is that thing was um it looked like it was. It's maybe funny a that you're kilo- saying
0: that fish eggs were fishy and mushy and disgusting when that's generally the impression I would get just going right. off the bat, like, yeah, they're fish eggs. Of course they're uh just mushy and
1: disgusting and fishy and gross no that's the thing is if you do it really well which i mean like we don't have shitty caviar even our cheapest caviar i mean for for the thing that's like smaller than a mini altoid can it's like 60 bucks and like there's no other food that i know of that fucking costs that much for you know something the size of a mini altoid can like i I don't even know any food they sell in quantities that small you know what i mean other than altoids yeah, I, other than fucking altoids. Yeah.
0: Let me I want to interrupt you because I had a flash. I had a thought. Um I read an article a year ago or two years ago, um about a huge maple syrup heist in Canada. Because when you said there's a, a huge uh caviar warehouse with millions of dollars of caviar, that's like it was the funniest thing i'd read we might have even talked about it on the podcast where they store maple syrup in a huge warehouse and it's like gold it's canadian gold and really? people snuck in and and stole Gallons and drums, 42 gallon drums of of maple syrup. And it was huge news in Canada. It would be like breaking into Fort Knox in America. (laughs) And and, because you never think of it, you never think, well, maple syrup, 100% pure is a valuable commodity because in America, we just get Aunt or anything that's corn syrup and water and sugar. But it has, I'm assuming they have security like mad all over this place, and if not, well, let's Ocean Elevens um, this shit and maybe uh, try and sell some caviar in the black market. Do we No, nah, they, well, so
1: they it's it's locked up pretty tight in there, and I mean they don't have as much security as you would think off of the description I gave because they're not as worried about people stealing the actual caviar. They're more worried about people stealing the tins. That's what people steal with caviar because <laughs> and then what do they recycle do...
0: them or what do they? <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, you take them to the grocery store like you would a, a can or a bottle and they work like 25 cents instead oh, of five. Wow. You know? No, 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 I'm, I'm kidding. Um, so what, what, what they'll do is they'll take like good caviar tins that are like new and haven't been altered or whatever and they'll put crap caviar in those tins because would, how you were saying like, oh, it sounds like fish eggs would be fishy and gross and nasty. Well, they are if you don't age them right and you're getting them from shitty sturgeons and shitty farms. So what people would do is they'll get, like, our tins, and they'll put oh, their shitty caviar in it. Yeah, caviar. Yeah. They'll, they'll, I they'll, would they'll have never thought. This
0: is insane. This is, like, oh, yeah. weirdly fascinating, like the, the underbelly of the caviar world where, I mean, you hear about, uh, you know, uh, cigarettes that get taken across state borders. But, yeah, bootleg caviar.
1: That's- bootleg caviar, yeah. Because that's the thing is, our all of ours, um, they, they're directly from like there are brand a lot of a lot of places that sell caviar. Um, is yours? Not to interrupt. Is yours
0: exclusively Russian beluga?
1: Well, no. So okay, beluga is is banned in the United States. Um, it's 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 banned because oh. it's it's overfished. Um, probably if they're if someone's selling you beluga, they're they're lying to you. What we have is we have something. Is it called, a protected? Uh, um... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like they don't, in fact, there's no wild caviar in the United States at all, but they won't even allow any Beluga whatsoever. So they, yeah, yeah. Well, there's no wild caviar because they're, they're, they're going extinct. Um, it's, they come from the Caspian Sea, right? Right. Are the the
0: assholes over there still,
1: um, using it or do they, well, yeah, they are. But here's the thing is a lot of it's not even going to be as good because here I want to try something. Hold on a second. Yeah. Did you hear
0: that? No, ah, don't worry about it. I just I tried playing something as a little. Ah, I'll just ignore it. Go, keep going. I'm sorry. So they're okay. trying to protect it, but
1: uh, well, so it's it's really like overfished, where where they are. But it's also really polluted. There's a lot of oil spills and shit in the Caspian Sea that don't really make the news. And so it. If you can even get actual wild caviar, it's not going to be as good because they're all polluted and like their 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 ecosystems are pretty fucked up there, and so their their diet's not good. It's kind of like how Fukushima sushi probably ain't the best now either. You yeah, know so it's,
0: it's living off an old reputation from decades ago, and it's yeah. just shit now. Well, that's interesting too. I never yeah, knew that like, either. I mean, everybody knows
1: beluga caviar, but who would think uh, that it that it sucks now? Well, no, I'll bet the actual beluga is pretty good. But I'm just saying, like, most of it is not going to be as good as it was. Okay. But, but like, because but, Beluga's good. Like, we have one called Kaluga, where we basically... Um, is there anything we... like Caligula? Where um, it uh,
0: just fucks anything,
1: including family members and little boys? And... Um, actually, somewhat. the uh, reason is, is because we, we, we made a hybrid. Like, we crossbred other types of sturgeon with the Beluga. And, then, and so now it's technically a different species, so we can sell it. And it tastes fucking amazing. It's my favorite Gotcha. One. Okay. Big, bright gold eggs. Um, yeah, they're, they're good. And they have, like, a meaty flavor because those ones, actually, they're, they're much bigger than the rest of the sturgeon. Like, sturgeons vary a lot breed to breed. Um, if you look at, like, pictures of them... Some might look sort of similar, but most breeds look very different from each other. I'm talking different sizes, shapes, colors. You wouldn't think they're the same species. You know, it's kind of like if you put a pug next to a husky, you wouldn't think it was the same species if you'd never seen a dog before. You know, this is true. Whereas like cat species look pretty much the same. Um, But most of the sturgeons eat like like vegetation and small sea animals, you know, little shrimp and krill and things Um, just things that size. Right. Whereas the beluga gets or the the coluga in our case gets much bigger. And so it, it eats like medium sized fish. Um, So it has like a really nice, strong meaty flavor to the egg. that's really fucking good. But um, they, most of the sturgeons take uh, six to nine years to grow large enough to get the eggs out of before we can even start aging them in the warehouse So that's, I mean, that's one of the reasons for the cost. It takes a long time to grow these things, but the, the Kaluga takes 20 years. So it's not like
0: diamonds where there are so many of them, but it's just owned by one company and they keep it precious and rare by hoarding it.
1: No, no. Yeah. It's, um, there's, we have different farms all around the world that we just kind of send biologists to, to, uh, you know, see where the good eggs are coming from. It's, it's kind of like how you'll hear with wine, like this area, was a good area this year and a bad area this year for, yeah. you know, just rainfall. <laughs> same, with, same with Sturgeon dude. You know or, I mean? that's...
0: <coughs> or you have Iowa, which somehow has wineries, which it's just a bad year every year. You hear of uh, French wine or uh, Napa Valley or yeah. uh, Sonoma wine, and, and you know that that's good. And, and I, like, you have
1: uh, caviar. Like, the first thing this I thought of was Beluga. Yeah. This is County wine. This is 2000. Sixteen in <laughs> <Lynn> county, <laughs> where you yeah, never don't, hear... don't trust any of the caviar in Iowa either Iowa caviar is not the same it's not steroids it's just catfish eggs so i in did high I' did a of corn syrup this is it i've done two great gigs
0: in the past year last year, I did a fantastic gig at a winery in Nebraska, and then several weeks ago I had a just a Outstanding gig at a winery here in Iowa, and they're out in the middle of nowhere. It looks like farm fields, but they're also and I'm just, it's just, it's odd. You're in the Midwest, and you're looking at these these grapevines, going, this just doesn't seem right. There's something I got one of those this here. weekend, actually.
1: Yeah, in uh, South Jersey. South go.
0: Jersey. Well, I mean, that's why they call it the Garden State. The the, yeah. the nor- North Jersey is just industrial shit wasteland, hide bodies from the mafia off uh, off of the uh, um. Uh, the Meadowlands and uh, then South Jersey is actually the garden. It's it's, garden. Oh, it's, it's lush and yeah, beautiful. Yeah, no, yeah. I,
1: I did one there like a year ago and it was it was awesome, man. It was a beautiful spot. That's a, one of the
0: reasons we are recording today is because of all things I have this weekend off finally, but uh, Jake's taken off, he's he's got a, yeah, gig, a yeah. traveling gig and it's at a winery. That's kind of neat.
1: Yeah, yeah, it'll be good, man. I'll get uh, I'll get smashed on uh, local home brewed wine and uh. It'll be good. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, you got to have a goal. All
0: right. Anything else you want to talk about on Because uh, Oh, yeah. I'm... So, Go ahead.
1: Um, I definitely, like, I tried quitting meat a long time ago. Like, a couple years ago, I was doing shows a lot for, like, animal rights groups. And so I was like, I should probably not be eating meat while I'm doing this. You I know mean, what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I remember
0: you talking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you said yeah. it was just yeah. sort of a, uh, you know, it felt a little hypocritical, hypocritical. Hypocrisy, like oh, I'm taking their money, but I'm also like laughing at them.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't really, can't really talk for animal rights while you're right, wiping chicken wing juice off your chin. Like it doesn't, it, it doesn't feel right. And so I tried to quit, but I can't. I have, I have a lot of respect for people that don't eat meat because it's fucking hard, man. Like I, I tried, to, I tried to quit doing it. I, I couldn't do it. Um, and I've quit everything from cigarettes to meth. So it meat's harder, you know what I mean? Like meat's meat's much harder. That's the unspoken addiction that doesn't get talked about, man. Like meat is uh, tougher than that other shit. But um, I think that it's wrong to eat the weird. Like if you're gonna eat meat, I think it's wrong to eat the weird, tortury, um Oh yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: I can afford Bengal tiger, so I'm gonna shoot and skin my own. You know, like yeah, the well, the, uh, the it, the rare... not even
1: necessarily endangered, but I'm talking like the torture meat, the weird, like the faux gras. With the shit where they're like, oh, yeah, we shoved duck and we, yeah, we shoved the tube down put its a, throat, Guantanamo yeah. based dog because it makes its liver taste a little buttery. And it's like, dude, why don't you just put butter Add on butter. A duck <laughs> breast, you sick asshole? Like, because not only is that more humane, but it's not even like it's gonna be healthier for you, man. Like, you can't. I'm not a nutritionalist, but you can't tell me that you're gonna get the six pack back. By eating the failed organs of diabetic ducks, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> that is about like the cannibal who only eats Walmart greeters and sumo wrestlers is the most unhealthy cannibal there is. You know,
0: <laughs> that's a good
1: yes. I yeah, I, I got I, nothing. I agree that that would make sense. Well, I used to think that faux gras was was the most evil food there was, but then I got a job working at the caviar boutique and learn that it's pronounced "fa gras, and that it's delicious. Dude, it is so fucking good. It is so good and buttery. It is one of the best things I've ever had. And, like, I'm not even saying it's not evil. Like, it's just as evil as I said it was. I'm just saying that it's more good than it is evil. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I mean, not. not I, I, I can't relate because I've never had it. But, I mean, when I was in high school, I had either a Whopper or a Big Mac every day for lunch like i want to yeah. lunch every day and so i hear what you're saying that's like i'm supporting an evil fast food industry that really doesn't you know care about the earth or how they make their food it's just an assembly line food which is not good anytime you have assembly line food that's not a good thing but they were fucking delicious i didn't uh, care right, i was like
1: okay here so take that and i want you to multiply it price wise our most expensive. Oh, and I can imagine, Yeah, price wise and, and it taste wise. When I was say, it when I say dude, a Big Mac
0: was delicious or a quarter pounder, I, I that's seventeen year old me. Like now I'm like, okay, I know that's gross, but dude,
1: you you want to know our most expensive Fagra, It's got black truffles in it. It's three hundred and seventy four dollars a pound, man. Oh my
0: goodness, dude! And
1: all because they just force feed it. Like we, yes, yeah, it's 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 that that's the thing. Is it's it's so good. It's it's more good than it is evil. It's kind of like how you you know how England during World War Two they firebombed the entire city of Dresden, right? Like right. Hey, it was it was all civilians. Underreported, uh, very underreported, but still pretty Nagasaki up. and Hiroshima get uh, all the press. Right. they had better, better right. publicists, but just, it uh, was because we used the newer technology. They used right. a bunch of little bombs that like was firebombed. Uh, yeah, yeah, like just as much as you know collectively. And they completely took that city down. It's not because they wanted to do it. It's because they had to defeat Hitler. And that was the only way to do it. They wanted to defeat Hitler. Fogra is as delicious as Hitler was evil. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how good it was. That's how good it was. So, you know, you want to make an omelet, you got to break a few ducks, you know? Like, that's, that's the way you got to do it. But it's expensive.
0: So, listeners, uh... I don't know if you're going to rush out and buy it off Jake's recommendation,
1: given well, the price. Well, just if you get some money back on the taxes, uh, Petrosian will ship anywhere in the country for a flat rate of $35. Well,
0: the shipping is, the, you think you'd get free shipping. Come on. If you're spending that much money, free shipping. Come no, okay, on. Okay, okay, dude. It, if you, no,
1: no, 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 no. If, if you get like a lot, it, I mean, a lot by our standard, there was one night that a guy called up from Florida and ordered like he did a pound of our zarcut salmon, which is like 135 bucks a pound. And then like a bunch of caveat, like the big tins. And it all came to like the, about 5,000 bucks. And, uh, I just sort of meant like, I was pretty new, but I was like, yeah, no. And there's a, um, there's just a flat rate for shipping of any size for $35 anywhere in the U S he was like, you charging me for shipping? And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, probably not. Let me go double check with my boss. I'm kind of new on this." One, <laughs> I, was, I was like, hey, "This guy's ordering like five grand worth of fish eggs and uh, salmon. We gonna charge him shipping?" She was like, "Fuck no." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, dude, I, we're not charging." you shit.
0: But what then you again, doing? at that at that point, when the like, okay, say you order the um, the the Eltoids can and you get charged thirty five bucks. That seems like a lot. But if you're buying. 25 30 50 pounds of shit suddenly that flat rate of 35
1: seems like yeah whatever plus if you oh, can well, afford yeah, five thousand dollars we'll more money on for shipping because the way that our company has it is we just sort of have an account with fedex where we just get 50 percent off on whatever it is so like yeah there's sometimes where it's going to be less than that and there's sometimes where it's considerably more even after the 50 percent off like that that one since it was a whole bunch of shit like i i just basically took this crate of like salmon and caviar over there. And it, yeah, it was our, our end. We paid like 80 bucks to ship it, but we, you know, it was also a $5,000 right, order. Right, so it's right. like, who gives a fuck?
0: Um, I'm assuming that's all 100% overnight shipping. It's like you will get oh, yeah. it within 12 yeah. hours. You're not like, all right, you get it in a week. I'm sure FedEx has special, like, refrigerated uh, – it's a special shipment. It doesn't just get thrown on the truck,
1: right? Well, it does basically, but it gets thrown on a plane. Like, we fly it overnight, and so it's there the next morning because the way we do it is we pack it in with a bunch of, like, freezer bags that have these dry ice packs in there. So it's like the plastic packs that have dry ice inside, so it stays cold without melting for a long time. And if you pack a lot of them in there and it's all taped up, it's it's pretty good so we just mark it fragile and perishable we pack it full of dry ice we overnight it and it's there next morning yeah because you're not you're not going to do ground dude if it it, because that shit will eventually melt and then you have you know thousands of dollars potentially of um product fucking just ruining
0: and so how many weeks have you been at this location uh like three okay and Smoking you're digging nice, it? Though, dude. It's your yeah, best job dude. in New York yet. It's better than dude. standing on the corner for Greenpeace. It's better than barbacking and falling down the stairs and dropping oh, cases yeah. of alcohol. It's better than renting cars to people that want to smash them up and return them all. Or beat to hell.
1: apartments. That's what I did the longest. I actually forgot about oh, the yeah. Greenpeace thing. I only did the Greenpeace thing for one shift. <laughs> That's why <laughs> that I remember it like, because it was yeah, so
0: funny. Yeah. Because you said you got one person, which is more than people that had been there like months had gotten.
1: You had, was, yeah, I got I got one, and nobody else did. But like, yeah, I forgot yeah. about
0: the apartments. Shit, you were going to do that on the side for a while, just like if oh, it came up. Yeah, that was yeah. that
1: was awful. But no, this although is some I good just,
0: stories, like when you had the uh, meth apartment where <laughs> it just gotten raided yeah. and never kicked
1: out. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> no, but dude, they just pay me to sit around and and eat rich people food that I can't afford. And then every now and then some dude, some rich dude will come in and ask me about fish eggs, and I'm like, "Oh, dude, you should get this fish eggs. This is good fucking fish eggs." And they get it, and and then they leave, and they're like, "Hey, good job, you sold that guy fish eggs." And I'm like, "Dude, we came here for fish eggs. It's not, it's not like I was just out there barking people in. It's like not this. some
0: guy walking on an auto lot, and you had to, uh, you know, like uh, try and convince him to buy a car when they were yeah. just looking. They're going in with intent. You know, you don't yeah. just wander in to a fish egg store to. Like a, a car lot. Yeah, I've been on a car lot before where it's like wishful thinking or, okay, maybe in a couple months I'll do this. Or like with my phone last week when I was at the Apple store waiting, I was looking at the phones going, yeah, if this thing is dead, I'll buy one. But if not, I'm going to, you know, you're just sort of perusing. Nobody walks into a fish egg store to peruse. It's not it's not yeah, a leisure, yeah. leisurely day. It's not a hobby. You don't do it to kill time. Well, I got an hour before my flight. Let's head into the fish egg store and look at what they got.
1: Dude, we had one little – usually when people get the most of it, they're, they're taking it with them for something, you know, especially if it's a bigger can like a 125-gram or a 250-gram can because, um, again, a 250-gram can, those are like uh, maybe like a couple times the size of a can of tuna or something. But um, we had a little old man come in last week, um, and I, I couldn't even talk directly to him because he only spoke Spanish. So another kid uh, that, that works there talked to him. So how many I really how many sales are there? How many
0: employees on the floor at a time are there?
1: Well, there's so like I mean I do like the the retail stuff like I'm I'm selling like the the smoked fish and the fog and the and the cured meats and the caviar and stuff. But then we also have like a bakery in there that sells like uh, um, pastries and coffee and stuff. And I'll, I'll go help out with them because it's not like I ever have a line out the door of people waiting to pay the hundreds or possibly right, thousands right, right. of dollars for you know. Is it so, also
0: like – is it a coffee shop where you can go there and have a sip of coffee, yeah, sit yeah, on actually, Wi-Fi you,
1: or – okay. Um, we don't have Wi-Fi, which is fucking dumb. But most of our customers are old enough that like – that they, they probably don't have Wi-Fi. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's there's a lot of – you know, there's not a whole lot of 19-year-olds in there like, yeah, hey, dude, I want to have like $300 worth of fish eggs for lunch. And uh, I want I want my Instagram to work in here. Like that doesn't – It's like, that
0: uh, it's like uh, last weekend when I was talking to you. I was in Ann Arbor, Michigan – yeah. And I had no fucking clue that it was Easter until my wife texted me and said, okay, I'm on my way to my grandma's house with the kids. And I'm like, "Why?" Yeah. She, you know, it's Easter. I'm like, holy shit, I got, of e- I got of e- out of Easter at uh, grandma's. That's great. Because she lives in rural nowhere, Iowa, and yet no internet, uh, four channels on cable. And I'm not a big TV nice. guy. I'm not sitting there just watching television. But when you are sitting in a house with no internet and no television. I mean, I bring books sometimes, but it gets fucking boring after like hour 12 when you're just, yeah. it's a farm. And so, yeah, right. you're it right. What else you elderly give? don't give a fuck about yeah. Wi-Fi. Oh,
1: but dude, this one little old man, he came in and, and you can get, it was like we have a little cafe in the back where you can get like sandwiches and, and, and smoked salmon and, you know, kind of sample platters and you can order the caviar and eat it there. But usually when people do it, it'll be the smaller, the 30 gram tins, the 50 gram tins, and there will be like a few of them, you know, um, like a few people there eating. This one little old man came in last week, you know, and, and I was sort of trying to help the kid, but I don't, I don't speak any Spanish. So, I, you know, like he's doing most of it and I, I can't tell what's, what's being said, really. And uh, he orders a 250-gram can that cost like, it was like 775 bucks. And the kid turned to me and he was like, oh, yeah, and he wants it back there. And I'm like, w- What? He's, like, he's like by himself. Yeah, It's, like, 1 p.m. on a Tuesday, you know? And okay. I'm, like, uh, all right. <laughs> so we get, like, a tin port. This <laughs> one little old man just had himself a $775 uh, can of fish eggs for fucking lunch, man.
0: Well, there you go. But they're you good, you got dude, the dude. Money, like, treat yourself. The when you're that old
1: and you're going to die yeah, anyway, you're, yeah. like,
0: fuck it. Fuck my kids and their inheritance. They pissed me off anyway. I'm eating them fish eggs it, with your man. college. That's the friend. way to
1: do it. Like, it's fucking great, man. We sold them some royal etc. That's some fucking... It's uh, my favorite one in that grade. It's, uh, it's a delicious fish egg. Although, if I spoke Spanish, I think I might have been able to bump him up to the Czar Imperial Chassetra, which is even better. And it's $1,300. Yeah. But yeah, Thank dude, so it's much. fucking good. It's, it's right. so goddamn good. Like, it's, and see, a lot of the food, it'll, it'll get to where it's going to expire. And, you know, we're not going to sell somebody, like, really high-end shit that's going to go bad in two weeks. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just, you don't do that for that kind of money. And so we'll just make samples and let whoever the fuck wants to just come in and eat it. Even if they're fucking, oh, you're just getting a cup of coffee to go, huh? You, you want to try some uh, fagua that's uh, $374 a pound? You know what I mean? And we'll just, we'll just give it to people and then we'll eat it ourselves. Like, it's fucking great, man. Like, I just sit around eating food that I can neither afford nor pronounce. And it's, it's great.
0: Well, there you go. Um, <clears throat> Uh, we are, we are a- after our, th- we have hit our half hour and then some, but I just wanted to, before we finish up, um, a news story, not, not breaking news, but, uh, uh, something was released this morning. Just want to touch on for like a, a minute because it's, it's literally a report that is, um, how do I phrase this? Duh! So, uh, the Washington post released an article today. That uh, came out at 6 a.m. Uh, Jake, I know this is going to shock and surprise you, but they did a survey. They've done an in-depth 1,200-person uh, analysis of Trump voters, and they sat them down for 80 minutes asking in-depth questions. This isn't just a survey. They did a research. They, they, they actively talked to these people, and here we go. The end result? Voting for Trump was racially motivated more than anything else. So there you go.
1: Okay, there you go. Here's, Shocking.
0: Okay. Racism motiva- motivated Trump voters more than authoritarianism. What, what? Here's, here's what, motiv- with survey, what vote motivated you? Income? Authoritarianism? Racial attitudes? Oh, yes. Racial attitudes. They would answer questions like, do you find blacks lazy? With yes. So, yay, Trump is in the office because America sucks.
1: But I also feel like, to, to be fair to Trump voters, and I, you know, I don't, I didn't vote for Trump. I'm very, very against basically everything that guy stands for. But to be fair, I think that survey is skewed, and here's the reason I say that: because most, like normal people, and, and by by normal people, I'm talking like normal people, Trump voters. They're not the loud ones. They're not the, you know, they're 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 doing it because they're like, oh well, I think Hillary's corrupt and. And um, I, I think that my my, my job's going to get sent to Bangladesh. If You, you know, it, I, I, I would see a lot more of that on Facebook. And, and I think that, you know, there is sort of a level headed, as Nixon would call it, silent majority within that camp. It's not just a crazy dude in camo pants yelling about uh, China and, and, and minorities. Um, that being said. The non-crazy Trump voters are not going to agree to sit down to an 80-minute survey. They have more important shit to do. The people that are going to take <laughs> an 80-minute survey are the fucking whack jobs that show up. Oh, wait, he's still doing campaign tours? Hell, yeah, I'm going to stand in line for that. Three months after he got there, hell, yeah, I'm going to waste a whole Tuesday to go out and, and do a campaign rally for a man who's already in office. Yes! Like, that. those are who are taking the survey. So keep in mind that that survey wasn't just a survey of Trump supporters. It was a survey of Trump supporters willing to take an 80-minute survey about Trump.
0: Fair enough. All right, kids, tell us your thoughts. Um, By the way, uh, we've been saying this a little bit on the podcast, and it's true. um, I uh, see the numbers of people listening to our podcast, the, the hits we get in the streams, and they are ticking up, and that is very nice, and that is awesome, and we appreciate it. So if you listen to us, Tell your friends that we are giggle and that we are worth listening to. And if you have five minutes of your time, not 80 minutes for an in-depth interview, but if you have five minutes, pop onto iTunes or wherever you listen to us and write a review. Leave us some good stars and say, hey, check these guys out. Because for whatever reason, uh, reviews are important. If iTunes sees we get five stars, then they start saying, hey, these guys get five stars. So... The numbers are going up, which is nice. They're they're not a ton, but they are more than they were before. So there you go. Listen to us, tell your friends, and leave us a review, please. A positive, positive review.
1: Later.